Hey everybody and welcome to Sip That Tea where we talk real talk, okay? So today we're going to talk about uh, this whole social media frenzy that's been going on. If you haven't heard about it, you are living under a rock because this is some crazy bullcrap. Um, let's get into it. Okay. So earlier this week, I go into TikTok and as soon as I go into TikTok, I'm seeing left and right stories of this young girl, um, Deja Hogerbrook. I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, she's 18. And according to the TikTok, some of them that I was seeing, the guy that she married was 65. And I was like, uh, you know, kind of creepy, but let her live her best life, okay? She's legal. Technically, there's nothing you can do. Then I get into the deeper part of the story. Well, supposedly, at first, they were saying that the guy that she married, Mike, was 65 and that he was um, her stepfather. And I was like, skirt, rewind, let's get into this. Well, after much digging and me being me, uh, I found out he's actually 55 years old. And he is not her stepfather. <sighs> he is actually his godfather, her godfather. And I know you may say, well, godfather. Eh. Let me just say that. A lot of people in the black community do not take godfather and godmother roles very serious, unfortunately. But let's get into the meaning of being a godfather or godmother. When you accept that role as being a godfather or godmother, you are saying if the parents pass away, I will take responsibility of raising and training this child as if it was my own. Being a godmother or godfather, you are saying this child is technically yours. Whatever the parents cannot do, you're supposed to step in and hop out as well. So let's get that straight, okay? Being a godfather, and he wasn't a guy that was saying, oh, I'm your godfather and was never seen again because apparently he was in her life. Uh, when she was 14 years old, um, allegedly, um, she ran away. Well, it wasn't allegedly. She actually ran away from home and, um, he actually made a Facebook page post on his page and say, look, help me find my goddaughter. Da, 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 da. So we know he was part of her life. On top of that, he was sleeping with the mother. I had a pause at that. Yes, he was sleeping with Deja's mother, and she knows this. Allegedly, I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly he has, an, allegedly, has a child by Deja's mother. Now, this is not confirmed, and this has not been denied, but this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm reading, and that's sick, okay? Here's where the issue comes into play, okay? You have got to be careful who you bring around your kids. There is a such thing as grooming. And people think that grooming means, oh, well, he groomed her for about a week, which most predators do. Um, it takes a little bit um, to groom a child sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't take much. It's just about showing that child the attention that they're seeking or giving them something that you see a need for. In Deja's case, honestly, it looks like she was needing parental supervision. Basically, um, the mother's name is Davina Evans, and um, she did go in jail, to jail. She's the one who brought this um, story some light. Um, 
she went to jail for basically um, assaulting another person who molested another child of hers. So I wouldn't say she's a bad mother. I would not say that at all. Um, it does look like Deja was adopted in 2016 by someone named Ashley Jackson. Yes, I did my homework. Uh, she was adopted by someone in 2016 by a lady named Ashley uh, Jackson. Now, for her to run away in 2017, for her to be adopted in 2016, for her mother to be in prison, it just shows me that she really needed some guidance. And I honestly, I was not there. I don't live in Florida, so I don't know. But just by reading and just by listening to these stories that she's seeing, that he's seeing, because I'm not just getting this from third wheel, like I really did research this. Um, she was really seeking for parental guidance and I feel like Mike was giving her that, okay, as a godfather standpoint. I feel like he was giving her that, but he also had his own motives. There is no way in God's green earth I would be okay with any of my children marrying their godparent because to me, you was watching them from the beginning. To me, and I think to the whole world that is hearing this, You've been grooming her. And this is an issue that we as parents and uh, as family members, we need to look out for. If people, if a person is paying too much to your child, whether it's male or female, you know, I'm not seeing everyone that's, you know, into your child is a predator and is going to rape or molest your child. What I'm seeing is pay close attention. You never trust anyone too much. And you have to make sure those lines of communication is open with your child as well. And you're having those talk early on and you let them know what is acceptable, what is not acceptable, what they can um, accept from people. Uh, what they should not allow someone to do to them. And if it happens, regardless of what the consequence that they, the person says it is, they should be, you know, willing and open to talk to you. I feel as though um, in our community, there is not a lot of conversation about this. And this right here becomes the end result to it. So I think this is crazy. And supposedly she's pregnant, but she's saying it's not by him. Um, this is crazy. On top of that, they have already been booking speaking engagements. Now, who in God's green earth is actually inviting them to come out and speak to them about sexual abuse? And have you heard her and some of the things that she's saying? Some of the things she's saying, she sounds like a victim and she doesn't even understand. She doesn't get it. And he's just like, he's literally literally confirmed every person's belief everyone's opinion he has literally confirmed it and he doesn't even realize this like they are literally like he's stupid i don't even blame her i don't and i feel as though she doesn't have the right support team around her. She doesn't. Um, if she did, someone would talk some sense into her. What I don't agree with is people booking them for speaking engagements. Are you teaching people how to be the next R. Kelly? Like, what are you speaking about? What can you possibly do? And you're, you're going to go to a nightclub and maybe... Like, what are you, what is your intentions with this young sir and young ma'am? Like, well, sir is not even young, but what are your intentions with this? 
Now you became quote unquote social media famous. Now you want to book speaking engagements? I'm confused. So now let's just get into it. Of course, I want to hear what you guys have to say. So I went through Twitter and um, I hashtag, you know, this topic. And Ash Eats um, at My Two Cents. She says, Deja Hochberg is old sympathy. She should be spared the horrible comments because she is a victim, even if she doesn't know. I hate that people are dragging her instead of having empathy. I hope that at my FL families will investigate what looks like molestation by Michael. Now, I totally agree. Um, I feel as though when it comes to opening an investigation, the only person that has complained is the mother. But I now feel like it's a little too late because now it's being flipped as if you're jealous that he picked her and not you. Even though I don't feel as though that's the mother's motive to this, but you know how it is. I honestly feel as though this, everyone knew about this. This couldn't have happened overnight. Somebody had to know that she was going through this. Somebody had to know that he was spending too much time with her. He was touching her in the wrong spot. He was doing the utmost. Okay. Somebody had to know. And instead of you guys taking the time out or to notice the signs, everyone just turned a blind eye. And when it came time for her to get married, everybody say, okay, sure. We'll be there because she had people at the wedding. Um, Another one was Miss Bree two five six Brianna Nicole on Twitter. She said this Deja Holbrook situation just goes to show that it's predators in nearly every community. These sick in words be plotting and waiting, and I honestly agree. Um, there are more uncles out there that are predators than anything, quote unquote uncles. Uh, we all have that uncle, you know, quote unquote. Um, in our family that you're told to stay away from or you're told to change your clothes because they're coming over. Personally, it is not a child's responsibility to keep a grown-ass man from lusting after her. And I feel as though once we as a community realize that and get that through our heads, the better off we'll be. I'm the same with, with my children. I honestly do not believe that it is a child or a woman's okay this is in general it is not my job to keep you from lusting after me uh, if i want to walk in my house with damn nothing on and you come over which is something i wouldn't do but if you're lusting at me like you can't control yourself that's something you got to deal with I i'm sorry but it's the truth um a lot of people like to bring up the bible and say oh you're supposed to be modest da 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 but it also says that, you know, Jesus told the man, like, if you're less than after a woman, then poke your eyes out. Like, that is your job to learn how to focus on what you need to focus with and know right from wrong. You know you're not supposed to lust after a child, regardless of what she has on or she not have on, regardless of, you know, how she talk or how she sit. That is not her job to make sure that a grown ass man can keep his mind out of the gutter. Um, 
Then someone says, um, at Bean Tree says, do you know how many old nasty losers prey on young women because they don't have anything else going for them? I promise you there are more Mike Hobart's in our community. And that is true. Um, I remember growing up and, you know, being who I was, I always, um, attracted older guys. And I thought it was just because I was mature. Um, I remember like just walking down the street, there'd be older guys trying to talk to me. Um, and I never carried myself in a way to be provocative. Um, if you guys know anything about me, you know, I was raised in a church. Um, I just was a very modest young lady. Unfortunately, I always just older than what I am. <laughs> um, so I would always have older guys trying to talk to me and, when I was younger, I just thought, you know, it was just my personality and it was cool because, you know, what young girl didn't find it amazing that an older man with a car, like, you know, with a job, with money was trying to talk to you. But once I got older, I realized how creepy that was. You know, even though I was taller, I didn't really look that old. Um, and just talking to me, yes, I was mature to be 13, 14 years old but I wasn't that damn mature. So to know that these guys are trying to talk to me and I wasn't that kind of girl to be like, Oh yeah, here's my number. Hell to the not. I was too damn scared to do that shit. So I never gave them the chance of, of day, but I'm just saying, you know, I do honestly, you know, feel like there are, and I've said this, there are more mics. There's more quote unquote uncles out there. Um, might be even in your family. And this is why you have to keep a close eye on your children. I don't care who this quote unquote Michael is in your family. If you know that he has a thing for younger girls, if you have heard rumors of him, um, touching on someone in the family, don't take it for a grain of salt. You really focus on that shit and you keep your children away from him. I don't care if that means you don't talk to, to him ever again, but you should never let him invade your kid's space or be around you and or your children. And that's just my opinion. Who am I? I'm just saying, um, then, um, at DC mouse foam said this whole Mike and Deja, uh, situation is so wild, but she had me crying on the live girl. They talking about you 18, marrying your 55 year old godfather. And somehow she made it about people being jealous and everybody being mad because they are fags or dating fags. Um, and excuse the language, but that's what was said. I honestly felt so bad for this little girl. Um, I know she's 18 and technically legally she's an adult. I honestly think they need to change that because at 18, you're not really an adult. Um, some people are still in high school at 18. Um, it doesn't make you an adult. doesn't make you ready to make life decisions at 18. To me, that's ridiculous. Um, you can tell that she is a victim and she doesn't even realize she's a victim. You can tell that she's hurting inside and she doesn't even realize it, which is crazy and makes absolutely no sense. But this is a life that we're living now and it's just, it's disgusting. It's disgusting and there's no way that she just turned 18 a month ago and now you're sleeping with her and marrying her a month after she turned 18. To me, that is bull crap to the max. Um, 
I want to know what you guys think. Um, we're going to keep today's episode kind of short about that one. Um, I just really want to know what you guys think about the Deja and Mike situation. And do you guys think that it's okay for them to monetize off of this? They are really booking events. They are really booking speaking engagements. Do you think that this could be detrimental to other young girls and older men just by them having this uh, conversation with other people that could be like them? Do you think that we as a society need to do better with our predators and keeping people away from our children? Um, do you think this could have been prevented? Or do you think that they're right? There's nothing wrong with this. Um, personally, if this was my daughter, I'd be slapping her crazy right now. <laughs> I would literally like, hell to the no, you're not getting married. And then to know that he slept with the mother and she knows this and she's admitted that she knows about this. But she's taking it as her mother's being jealous because he chose her and not the mother. And to me, that is the craziest thing. And it just shows how there's competition with mother and daughter in the black community. Um, This shouldn't even be a thing. So I want to know what you guys think about this situation. And we're going to. Okay, everybody, and welcome back to Sip That Tea. Okay, so we're going to talk about our second topic today. Um, it's still about social media frenzies, but this young lady really broke my heart just because I have been a young mother. Um, as many of you guys know, I had my first child when I was 16. Um, in between that, I had a miscarriage, and I, it was just a lot. Um, altogether, I had four children, living children, before the age of 25, I want to say. So I was really into having kids, I guess you could say. Um, yes, my kids is with one guy, but it's still stressful. It is very stressful. And I was in a town where I knew absolutely nobody. I lived in Philadelphia. My family um, were back in Maryland. So I really had no one but myself and my kid's father and um, his family who really didn't care for me. So it was a really rocky relationship and I felt really alone. But we're going to talk about this lady, Olivia Popeham. Okay, Olivia Popeham is a resident from Texas, okay? Um, she basically was driving um, on State Highway 19 in Texas again. She has a Nissan Sentra, and she was on the highway just driving, and she deliberately ran into another car. Like, she literally drove herself into another car, and bystanders have said it was a horrific death. Now, what made this so crazy, you know, anyone would say it was just an accident, but what makes this crazy is that there are reports that she has been suffering from depression. Um, she posted numerous videos on her social media account on Facebook, basically talking about how it was just so painful, just being a mother, a young mother doing this by herself. Um, she was married, but her and her husband were actually going through a separation to lead to divorce. Um, I did read some of her posts just about her just wanting to go to the bathroom by herself sometimes, you know, without having someone tag along with her or for her to sleep in late. And I got it. Like, trust me, I understand. Um, and then a lot of people will say, well, she shouldn't have had those kids. You have children thinking that it's not just you. You have most of the time when you're in relationships, let me clarify that part. Um, when you're in a relationship, you think of forever. You don't think of the right nows. 
It doesn't matter how much you want to plan for your life. Majority of us think about the right nows and we think about how good life is right now. And there are sometimes we have uh-ohs and uh-ohs are basically, you know, you could be on birth control. I was literally on birth control. I was taking Zappo when I got pregnant with my youngest daughter. Um, so it was a surprise for me because I literally went in there for my next shot. Like I was on time for, I was actually a week early and I was asking my doctor, Hey, I'm going out of town. So I planned on going to visit my family in Merlin. I was, I'm going out of town in the state. Can I please take my shot early? And they was just like, yeah, come on through. That is fine. Um, I had to take the urine test, which came out negative, but they took a blood test as well. Um, and that blood test didn't come back until a couple days later and I had already had my shot. So that was crazy. And I wasn't the only one. Um, it seemed like that year, my youngest daughter was born in 2010. There was a lot of, you know, people who, young ladies who was pregnant off the depot come to find out there was a bad batch of it. I should have gotten a lawyer, but it is what it is. I'm very blessed to have her, but to have two children and to basically be taking care of the child by yourself. I'm pretty sure, you know, not trying to diagnose her with anything. Postpartum depression is a thing. It is a thing and I need people to take it more serious. Um, for her husband and her to be going through whatever they were going through to be trying to get a divorce with two children at a young age, just taking it care by yourself. It hurts. It's a lot. And to know she was only 21 years old. Um, she also made a post and said, if she loses the battle to depression, um, she doesn't want no one that wasn't trying to help her make these posts about her. And she doesn't want her children to go with her, the kid's father because he wasn't helping her. And I honestly, honestly can understand that. Um, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, they have ruled this. They they are talking about ruling this as a suicide just because of the Facebook posts and everything. Um, she did read a suicide note, um, as a video, and everyone is just including the detectives, just like oh, it was just depression. Um, I honestly believe that. There needs to be more done for women when it comes to depression, even people in general. Um, I will honestly say that, you know, at first when my oldest sort of was telling me that she was depressed, I was like, what are you depressed from? Like, honestly, what are you depressed from? What do you do? You go to school, you come home. Like, what is you depressed? Depress those chores. Like, I honestly was that person. And it took me a minute to realize that even her as a child, she has things to be stressed about. She has things to be depressed about. So let me do what I can do and get her some help. And, you know, I take therapy very seriously. Um, unfortunately, it took me to see her cut up her arm for me to say, okay, let me take action. I am very thankful that, you know, she never cut herself to the point where she lost her life. Um, I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful for that. Um, we sat down, we talked about it. I cried with her and I apologize. Yes, I am that mother that apologized when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I can accept my faults. And I took her to get the help that she needs. Um, all of my children 
see therapy therapists and it's nothing to diagnose with them with anything I don't think they have any mental disease or anything but mental health is very important and you know unfortunately in our community we don't really talk about it as much we don't really you know accept it we just tell people to snap out of it and to get it together even when I was going through my fertility treatments you know people would tell me all the time just snap out of it be positive and I'm like you don't understand the anxiety is on a thousand the depression is real um even with the last miscarriage I was told to snap out of it I have my good days and I have my bad days sometimes I'm I'm ecstatic and I I look forward to life and I have hope for the future that one day I will get pregnant and then there are days that I'm just like F this. And then there are days that I just can't get out of bed because I'm just crying. So depression is real. Um, if you are a young mother, um, I know it's hard in these days and times because it's just like nobody really care about young mothers. If you have a friend that is just having a baby, whether she's single, whether she has a boyfriend, whether she has a sperm donor, whether she has a husband or a fiance, make yourself available. You know, most of the time we feel guilty to ask for help. And that's another thing. Um, when I had my kids, I never asked for help. The only time anyone watched my kids was when I had to go to work. Other than that, you know, I, I was always a homebody. I was always a homebody. I never had calls and asked, hey, can you pick up the kids so I can take a nap? Never. Never. I would have to wait until he got home. Um, so it was a lot. It was a lot. But I, I remember having my second child and my kid's father went to work. I was home alone. I had a three-year-old, my oldest at the time, who was just crying for my attention. She was doing everything in God's green earth. And then I had um, my baby girl, my second oldest, and she was a crybaby. I'll never forget it. Nothing seemed to work with her when it came for me, but whenever her dad was home, she would just be as quiet as a mouse. Um, I just remember closing the bedroom door. I had her in the bedroom. She was safe. She was in her um, car seat, buckled up because I was determined to get out the house that day. And I just remember just crying and all I could do was shut my oldest daughter's door. She was in her room playing and I shut my bedroom door with my second oldest in the car seat strapped in. And I just sat on the floor and I just cried because I was stressed out. I was stressed out. Um, I tried talking to the kid's father about it. Um, at the time, I've heard about postpartum depression, but... I just didn't know how to go about saying, hey, can we talk about this? I might have postpartum depression. Um, I talked to him. He was just like, well, you'll be all right. You just need to get back to work. I was like, oh, okay. And that's what I did. And I still was not okay. But I pushed my way through it and I made it work. I don't think that's very healthy. I don't think it's very healthy because you suppress your emotions, you suppress your feelings, and you have this built-up re resentment towards people. It's not healthy. So I'm going to say it again. If you know someone who is pregnant or you know someone who just had a baby, even if they're a toddler or even if they're 10 years old, 
call that person up. Hey, can I see my niece? Can I see my nephew? Can I see my grandson or my granddaughter? It takes nothing. And I'm pretty sure, you know, instead of for Christmas, instead of buying all these expensive gifts, offer daycare, offer a day. Like you can take a day, like you can take a day, just take a day, just take a day. And offer assistance to that new mom or even if it's an older mom, just take that time out because this could have been prevented. Um, I pray for Olivia's family and I hope that her family and her children, oh my goodness, just thinking about those two young kids without a mom anymore. I hope they get the help that they need. I hope that those kids um, know that yes, their mom was depressed, but she loved them. Um, and I hope they get to the bottom of this. Um, this is a crazy situation. And again, it could have been prevented. So if you know someone who is suffering from depression, um, if they're writing it on Facebook, that they need help, that they're sad, that they're stressed, you know, don't take it for a grain of salt and just tell them on the comments, get over it, get through it. You know, reach out to them, offer them assistance by giving them a crisis hotline number. Um, do something. Don't just stand there and watch or don't just stand there and share. Do something. If you see someone that usually posts on Facebook or Twitter a lot and then they're not posting anymore, reach out. It takes nothing to reach out and say, hey, are you okay? I think in this society that we have learned to turn a blind eye to things and to tell people to just suck it up because we got our own problems. But some people's problems are bigger than ours. And, you know, don't miss the assignment. Sometimes we are meant to help others and to be a friend to others. Uh, Michael Jackson said it best. If you want to change the world, change yourself. Look at the man in the mirror. So... That is it that tea today, and I am so glad that you guys joined me in listening. I will be doing more podcasts. I know I've been MIA. Um, I've just been trying to get things together. Um, if you are in the Maryland area, I am having a sip and paint for ladies couples as well. So ladies' night will be November 19th. Um, your ticket will include the painting, the canvas food and unlimited wine and then couples night is november the 20th and that includes food you will have an ex date night experience it'll be like none other you'll have food catered to you before you you know get the paint we're gonna make sure you eat good okay there's gonna be wine there's gonna be nice music there it's gonna be amazing and of course you guys know i got the pure mask so there will be door prizes and things that you can purchase as well if you like and we will have wine for sale if you would like to take a bottle home as well so Everything will be amazing. So that's what I've been busy working on getting that together. And then you guys know I had to have a pop-up shop. So I am planning a pop-up shop for December the 4th. Um, make sure you guys come on out and support, support your local entrepreneurs. Um, of course, I will be in the building. Um, I will have a lot of stuff going on, including um, sip that tea, um, wear um, hats and uh, shirts as well. So i've been working hard i hope you guys been working as well listen to this track um and i hope it brings some light to your day remember look at yourself to make the world a better place peace out